Oh, you got to be a bilingual. So it doesn't, it doesn't have yeah. to do with like your, your heritage necessarily. No, I don't think it's heritage. It's, it's, okay. If you're, if you're bilingual, you can get like really good high paying jobs up here. Oh, well, yeah. if you're by anything, you can get whatever. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, identify, I identify as bilingual. That's exactly bisexual. what I was just about to say. <laughs> like, can you speak yeah. French? No, but I identify as bilingual. So I would like a job now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we can, we have to, we have to, uh, please you then. So you have to uh, economy. otherwise you're, you're a big, yeah, it's, you're non-inclusive if you don't, right? <laughs> You just wear the rainbow flag and the French flag and tell them you're by everything. Uh, aren't the isn't job. that the same thing? The French flag uh, and the ooh. and the pride flag. Yes. Pretty much. Mega doo doo. Uh, oh, you disappeared <laughs> there for a second. And you came back. That was weird. I'm gonna oh, put me? you on top. Hang on. I gotta rearrange my zoom screen so that. Oh, I'm on top. I'm All right. Closer to the camera. All right, let's do this. legit bat i'm joe jen's here and ben is here and our guest today is davy wavy from the red car red pill cartel podcast which i gotta say is a way more gangster name than a uh, wiener joke for a podcast red pill cartel it sounds hardcore you know but this guy sounds, is one of those kind of mexican right mm -hmm. kind of yeah uh, but this guy is one of those uh, syrup chugging moose fuckers from up north but and i'm sorry i mean i'm sorry to all of our canadian listeners i love to rag on you and i know you're cool with it because you're so fucking nice but Davey, tell us uh, where everybody can find your show and what you're doing over there at the at the cartel. Uh, I'm, uh, the, you know, the Red Pill uh, Factory is constantly uh, mixing up uh, all those pills, and Nigel is handing them out to everybody as we speak. Uh, but yeah, you, you can find me at, on Instagram at Red Pill Cartel Podcast, and from there you can click the link in my bio and listen to me wherever your heart desires. Perfect. I love it when everybody has a link tree. It's so much easier than putting it's way easier. Just condense everything into one, and you know, some people still can't find it because they ask me, "Where can I listen to your podcast?" Oh, wait, never mind. I found it in your bio. You know? Yeah, or like, I mean, no offense, listeners, but when you ask where the links are, uh, go to DuckDuckGo or Google or whatever you want. You type in the name of the podcast, and it shows you where you can listen to it. You don't yep, need a direct I, link. You can actually I've find done, it. I've done it myself for my own show, and I'm I'm all over the place. So you can find me like that too. I've googled myself a couple times, not myself, but the show. And yeah, I, we I googled myself. Uh, it, it was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> boner. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. So, what have you been uh, covering on your show lately? What's what's interested you? Uh, I've been, you know, basically stealing guests from other shows, like I always do. Uh, I got this one lady um, on my last episode. Uh, her name was Born Awake Oracle, and she was like, she's like really out there. I love her. She's fucking awesome, but she's very in tune with the spiritual realm. And 
I was telling her about my old house that I lived in when I was a kid. And uh, she was telling me, she was kind of like channeling like what was there. So it's pretty interesting. Like she was saying that, yeah, I see a guy in like flannel and he's uh, perverted and mean. And, and it was just like, holy shit. Because like when I was growing up in that house, I was probably like 10 or 11 when <clears throat> I heard these voices there and they freaked me out. And I don't know if I ever told you guys a story or if you ever heard it. I don't think so. No. So there's three incidences that happened over span of like two or three years um, where I heard a voice in the basement and I was like just about to fall asleep. And I heard this really loud voice in my ear and uh, it freaked me out. And I was paralyzed in fear for like 20 seconds. And then I whipped the covers off and I ran up into my parents' bedroom. I'm like, I heard a voice, I heard a voice. And they're like, they're like, what, what, what? I'm like, I heard a voice downstairs. They're like, you watch too many movies, right? So the second time it happened, I was downstairs playing video games. Sega Genesis, this is how old I am, right? <laughs> so uh, I, hear my, I hear my mom calling me from the top of the stairs, David. So I pause the game. I go upstairs and my mom's sitting in the living room. I'm like, mom, what's up? She's like, nothing. I'm like, well, you called me. She's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, okay, whatever. Go back downstairs. I hear it again, like five minutes later. I'm like, mom, what are you doing? She's like, nothing. I'm just sitting here watching TV. I'm like, you're calling me. And she's like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I go back downstairs, start playing again. Hold on a second. I got a question for you on this, uh, on this particular part. Sure. Looking back, not as a kid anymore. Were there have there been times where you've kind of wondered if she was just fucking with you, or have you always known that she was being dead serious? My mom it was never really the one to pull pranks. Fair enough. Yeah, very serious so, Canadian, eh? Yeah, well, she's 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 awesome. But uh, that being said, I go back downstairs, and then like five minutes later, I hear it again, but it's not her voice, and it was it screamed at me. It it said David. And I fucking dropped the controller and I ran upstairs and I sat with my mom in the living room, right? And I didn't say anything. I was like, I was scared shitless. Third incident. Uh, I'm being looked after by my uh, brother's wife at the time because I'm like 10 years old. I can't be left home alone. I could, but my parents and brothers went to bingo. And uh, we were playing cards in the, in the dining room and she asked me to grab her a drink. So I went, Grabbed her a drink. She, I gave it to her. She said, thank you. And then right after I said, thank you, we, uh, I heard a voice in the living room and it's, and it's like really deep, just like the first voice. And it said, thank you. And she looked at me wide eyed and I looked at her and she's like, did you just hear that? I'm like, yeah. So she grabbed my hand. We went to the living room, like no TV was on. The windows were closed, everything. And she's like, let's go sit on the porch and wait for everybody to get home. <laughs> yeah. It we were terrified. Like an old house. Like like an old uh, I think it was built in like the sixties. And this this took place in like the late eighties. Weird. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't really that old then. I mean our house is built in the sixties. I've never heard any voices in here. Not yet. Yeah, usually. well, it all depends on, you know, what happened back then, right? Who knows? But that being said, uh flash forward to uh two uh two one or two years ago. I kept rolling up to that house and like looking to see who was living there, not as a creep, but just like, you know, out of curiosity. Right. And, uh, 
I pulled up finally one day like a year or two ago and I uh, I saw a car with the trunk open and I'm like, oh, there's probably people here now. So I parked the car on the side of the road and I go up and there's this guy standing there. He's probably like early to mid 20s. Like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, what's up? I'm like, and he's on his phone. And I'm like, uh, you know, I said, I, I introduced myself. I'm like, um, my name's Dave. I used to live in this house, right? He's like, oh, no shit. I'm like, yeah, like, probably moved out in like 90 or 91, right? He's like, well, that's when we moved in. I'm like, and we grew up here. I'm like, oh, shit, no way. So that was interesting. And then I said, I don't want to sound like fucking crazy or anything, but. Have you guys ever had any kind of like paranormal encounters here? And he's like, well, you know, I don't really believe in that shit, but my sister here does. And the sister, the little sister was overhearing me and she had a big smile on her face. She's like, what happened to you here? And I told her the stories and she's like, oh my God. And she started telling me how there was a voice and it whispering in her ear, Katie, that was her name. And there's another time when she's brushing her hair and she felt like a, somebody like stroked the, the small of her back and she's like flipping out. Right. And she's, and then um, she's like, yeah. And like, there's a bunch of stuff that happened to my older sister here too. I was like, no way. So I told her like, I gave, before I left, I told them I have a podcast and uh, here's my Instagram, this and that. And then uh, it, sure enough, three days, two or three days later, the older sister follows me on Instagram and messaged me saying, I want to hear what you have to say about what happened to you in this house. Cause so many things happened to me here. Weird. Yeah, dude. So that kind of like validated my experiences that I took along with me for my entire fucking life. And it just like, it made me happy, but like freaked out at the same time because like, I, I know something was in that house, you know, it made well, you feel a little less crazy at least. Exactly. Yeah. And you yeah. probably saved yourself by never engaging with it. There's that whole thing about it's kind of like the old wives tale of once you invited a vampire in past the threshold, you know, you can't get them back out. It's like you start to that's right. You start to engage with it. And then it's like, ha, you 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 acknowledged my presence. So I'm going to fuck with you really hard. It's like you just that's going right. You just going la 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 and going on with your day was probably what saved you until you moved out of that house because you're probably looking for to get that hook in. Right, right. So uh, my brother's wife, who heard the thank you with me, I contacted her on Facebook years later because her and my brother got a divorce. But uh, <laughs> I said, oh, my God, it's so like cool to see you. Like, how are you? This and that, right? We're talking back and forth for a bit. And then I asked her about that that time. And she's like, Dad, that never happened. Yeah. So I'm like, what? I remember it like vividly that it happened, right? And That's so weird, I got there's I, a lot of people that do that. They they don't want to talk about it. it happens with alien alien experiences and other things like that where they'll have a shared experience and usually one of them completely either blows it off or just never wants to talk about it again and they don't until like the day they die. That's so crazy or they, their brain doesn't want to process it so they just forget about it or they compartmentalize it to the point where they can't even remember it as actually occurring yeah it's like they don't want to acknowledge that there's more to this reality than there is right so that's what the blue pill is right um so yeah, she was blue pill, blue and, uh, yeah yeah but um, what do you think that is though? Like what? Like what do you think that was? It was just a voice. So you didn't see nothing. No plates. I didn't. Flying I didn't covered. see anything. All I heard was 
a deep disembodied voice with a little bit of an echo on the end of it. Yeah, it was pretty wild. So, I, I mean, obviously the standard science is going to say it's in your head and you're a fucking schizophrenic and whatever. But so to have this, the same thing happen to somebody else and kind of validate it is wild. I mean, I, what are the chances two schizophrenics would be in the same house? You know, exactly. Yeah. It must've been a mass hallucination. Um, my brother gave us acid before he went out to bingo with my parents or something. Right. Like they, they always point to that mind. too. Oh, he was probably drunk, you know, cause people always hear voices and shit when they're drunk. Have you ever been drunk? Yeah. I have quite 10? a bit. Were you drunk when you were 10 hearing these voices? No. Canada, of course. <laughs> what did that lady, the lady that you had on your show, did she say, was she kind of implying that it was, that was the guy, the flannel perverted guy? That was the voice that you were hearing? Gotcha. Yeah, because it never did anything to me because, and we were talking about this, like, um, I said, it didn't do anything to me sexually or anything. It didn't touch me or anything. But the girls that were in the house, <clears throat> excuse me, they, the younger sister, you know, she had like that brush of the hand on the small of her back. I'm like, oh man, that's fucked. Like, but it didn't do anything like that to me. And it, whis it also whispered in her ear, like Katie, right? And um, so the older sister that reached out to me, she asked me, right, like I told you earlier, she asked me, I want to know what happened with you in the house because a lot of shit happened to me here. <clears throat> I said, well, I would love for you to come on my podcast and we can discuss it. I was so excited. I was like trying not to like be pushy or anything. And then she was like, I said, I got this Saturday open if you're down. She's like, okay, let me get back to you. And then she didn't get back to me. And then I was like, okay are you still available to come on the podcast? Next thing you know, she's ghosting me. And then I was like, what a choice of words. I know. Right. Uh, no pun intended. Um, so I asked her, I said, I understand if you're uncomfortable on coming on the podcast, but I really would like to have like just a phone call or something so I could hear your experience. We could share our experiences. And she just totally had nothing to do with it. And I was thinking maybe she heard my podcast and heard how crazy I am or, <laughs> or she doesn't want to talk about it because she doesn't want to drudge up that, that energy. And like what Ben was saying, like you don't want to give it validation and invite it in. Right. Yeah. yeah. And maybe something happened to her as soon as she started talking to you, maybe some that's, weird shit started possible. In life. I mean, yeah. Cause she still lives there. Right. So I understand if she doesn't want to talk, but at the same time, it's like, fuck, I'm so goddamn curious what she has to say. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of stories about that where they have a experience as a child or as a young kid that they question. And because it never really gets resolved, it's kind of like that cracked open door and whatever entity it is, you know, transdimensional, different reality, a ghost, a demon, whatever the fuck. It ends up being that it's just kind of like it's got just enough of a hook in mentally that if you don't scratch that itch, it's like it's always there. But other people have been able to like, OK, in a safe setting with enough people or, you know, whatever, they end up trying to actually face it. Other people, they end up trying to scratch that itch not in the right way. And it fucks their life up. Uh -huh. I think some people do that subconsciously, though, too, where something like right. that will come up. And it'll give them just enough of a glimmer of something right. that had happened that they don't 
want to remember. So they just put it in a different box in their head. And, uh, but sometimes that happens a lot, especially with alien encounters where they'll, something will happen in their adult life. And all of a sudden it cracks that egg open and they're like, Oh my God, I remember seeing these monkey men right. when I was four. Or, and like you know, the past regression shit where all of a sudden that, that reality that they were, you know, like you said, kind of boxing away. It, it it's, Un, it, you can't un, you can't not unbox it at that point. And it's like their curiosity was just enough that they knew mentally deep inside they wanted to crack it open. But then as soon as they see what's inside that box, they're like, oh, shit. The funny thing that you mentioned about that, though, Joe, is that now they've been able to link a lot of these encounter cases because of how much we have now on it, that it has you know caused uh, BPD and MPD within people, uh, borderline personality and uh, multiple personality disorder, where the very fact that they went so long with, you know, a traumatic event, a uh, where they got uh, taken and stuff like that, it, they never sorted it out. And it starts to literally fragment a part of them into a box where later on they try to open it up. And it's like two different people, the person that got abducted and then the person that has been living with the abduction subconsciously without really remembering what happened. It's fucking wild. That is fucking crazy, man. The multiple and ter- terrifying at the same time. Yeah, it's hard to tell what that is if it's different entities or if literally their brain is just splintered into so many shards that they actually do have different personalities. There's so many stories of people that there's that famous one that uh, Mysterious Universe covered a while ago, but he had like 19 different personalities. I can't remember his name. Billy Corgan. No. Well, there was a (laughs) Sarah. There was one that they did on this or Marie. Sorry. There was a girl that they did Marie where she had, um, I believe it was nine different, but very distinct personalities that actually she couldn't remember which ones were doing what. So like she thought she was sleepwalking, but instead she was actually going out at night, having a night on the town. And then when she'd wake up in the morning, she'd feel hungover. She wouldn't remember that she went to sleep but then they started putting cameras and all this other stuff and she had this completely different life and it took years of regression therapy for her to actually name them all uh what what you, joe what you had mentioned about it's 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 hard to tell who it is or if it's the experience and i think that that's exactly the point is i think these entities know who's subjective to that uh more and so they attack that person because then if they try to exploit it and take care of it they're more subject to it actually fucking their life up and getting that negative energy out of them i'm trying to figure out what the point of that is but unless it's like you know the the classic loosh harvesting where it's just sucking somebody's life force out or whatever like who, who knows if they're just bored if it's a demon and they're just bored and that's all they've got to do that's all i would do Fair. if i was a demon <laughs> that's all i would do that was their order assignment <laughs> I'd that's, like, ben. that's hey, Jen's Dave, that's Jen's online online gaming personality right there. She's like, <laughs> that be fun? Look, just pretend you're a demon, all right? You're in this other alternate dimension. And 10-year-old Davey Wavy is sitting down playing video games, and you're just like, check it out, check it out. Oh, I'm gonna be his mom. What? Right, right. That's so funny. Like that would be hilarious. Like it doesn't have to be nefarious. They're just doing their thing in their other dimension and they they can that's kind of why i asked, was asking what he thinks that is because it doesn't seem like that at least to the extent that it got to you wasn't nefarious it just seemed like it was fucking with you and that's um, i love the, you know, the, uh, the trickster spirit and just literally fucking with it's like loki fucking with people just to fuck with them which i love doing too so i get it yeah 
at the, at the time, I was fucking terrified because I'm this little kid that hears these voices, right? But at the same time, flash forward to now, I'm I look at it as a positive experience because I believe that was part like of of my awakening process, right? Looking so I'm kind of thankful that it happened because it's exciting to me now, and I look at it that I look at it now that it was a part of you know you know maybe uh, the creator allowing me to experience that in order to wake up and go back to him. Right. Yeah. And to see that this world isn't all there is there's exactly. yeah. out there and the, the negative stuff, like <clears throat> I do, there's negative entities here, but I think that God or whatever is inside all of us and knows that we're all going to be okay. So all of these negative outside things, it's up to us to kind of process that, you know, we can, we have to experience it and then process it correctly. And it's all a lesson or a game or however you want to say it. I still stick For to sure. the idea that whatever that is, that kind of thing, paranormal or ghosts or uh, aliens or Bigfoot and all, I still think it's all one thing. And I, I've yet to, uh, how would you disprove that or how would you prove it? But it makes sense to me that it's all the same thing appearing to different people, how they want to see it. So if somebody believes in Bigfoot, maybe it'll show up as big, hairy, fucking stinky thing in the, in the woods. Cause they're out there looking for it or somebody's really into aliens, but then, then you get the ones that have never looked into any of this stuff and they just have an experience like that as an adult. And they're like, what the fuck was that? Like that came out of nowhere. And maybe it's all just trickster spirits. It's all just other dimensional entities just fucking with us. And I hate that term, the other dimensional thing, because there's no other way to say that except that. Yeah. So one of my friends who like never believed in any of that shit until he was about, I think 18 or 19 because I told him what happened to me. He's like, oh, it's fucking bullshit. It's all in your head, whatever, right? But then he was at a mutual friend's house, and he was talking to her brother at the porch, and he saw our friend sitting on the end of her driveway, rocking back and forth, crying. He's like, Joe, what's wrong? And she's like, look over there. And he, he looks where she's pointed, and she he sees this old lady dropping this bag and picking it up and then she walks a few more feet drops the bag again picks it up again looks back at them and disappears and he's like what the fuck did i just see she's like she just died like three weeks ago she was my neighbor oh shit yeah they both they both saw it at the same time Wow. I, I love those shared ones, but that's why it's maddening yeah. like I said earlier about the, the the one person, the 50% of people who saw it never wanting to speak of it again. That's weird to me in itself because just the fact that they have that visceral reaction where they're like, nope, no, I'm not talking about it. nope, nope, nope. And then they never talk again. That that's odd in itself and kind of validates. And I don't, it. I don't exactly. I was going to say, because I don't think that that's actually them. And I don't think it's their choice. Uh, when Lene saw that fucking, what she, she she still says that it's it was a fucking UFO outside the apartment last year that she's like, the craziest thing was that while I'm looking at it, I'm I'm seeing other neighbors that were outside. They were doing the barbecue. And they're looking at it just like she is. And it was that Oz effect where pretty much everything had gone quiet, except for like maybe some of the cars on the road that weren't paying attention. But she couldn't hear anything else. There was no more chattering from the neighbors. No, you know, nothing. And uh, she goes, all of us went back inside after it was after after it went away. 
And she goes, and the only way I can describe it going away was that it just, it didn't shrink. It was like there. And then it just like stopped existing, but not in like a invisible poof. There it went. It was like it shrunk down into nothing. And she's like, and after I came inside, it took me about 15 minutes until I was like, holy shit. I just fucking saw one. But in those 15 minutes, it wasn't it wasn't like she was thinking the way she was post it. And you hear that a lot with it is a lot of times like, oh, uh, for instance, Terry Loveless, how they just had this feeling of hating each other's guts, their best friends, and they don't want to talk about what it was that they just went through. Now, that happens with trauma, which clearly they had gone through. But there seems to be this uh, this thing that happens when people experience it where it's almost uncontrollable that it's not really them thinking about it logically that they don't want to think about it. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I don't like thinking about that, so I'm not going to, which is part of the trip. So that's a great segue, Davey. I wanted to kind of ask you about th this recent, you know, we haven't really touched on it much because I, it's not that I don't care. No, yeah, it's that I don't care about all this UFO disclosure shit. Um, it's been ramping up so much and it started a lot back like in 2017 with the tic tac uh thing i was gonna say tic tac toe but you know what i mean uh the tic tac thing and then uh all those different i can't remember the fighter jet pilot guy that came out i think that was the same event but anyway it kind of slowed down and then this last year are, are we manifesting this shit because so many people are talking about project blue beam and aliens and they're just like we have to start talking about it and i obviously we don't trust anything the media is saying or the government saying anyway so why would we trust that now? So when they're coming out and that, that whistleblower that came out a week or two ago and talking about uh, Antarctica and the earthquake weapon and the I don't know if anybody's heard anything about that, but this is not the place to get information. We just spout opinions. So uh, OBDM covered it. A bunch of places covered. Uh, Everywhere's covering it. right Yeah, now. pretty I'm much. Sure and everybody's heard. talking about it, which is why I kind of like didn't want to. But I, I do want to ask you about that since we're talking about high strangeness and shit like that. What do you think about Project Bluebeam or what's going on with all this at the moment? Well, from what I've been hearing in the quote-unquote echo chamber is that uh, <clears throat> Blue Beam could be a PSYOP, right? It could be the government is monitoring our fucking conversations, obviously, right? So the more that we discuss these things, the more that they catch on, and they're playing 5D chess all the time. So they could be like, doing you know psyops upon psyops with us because we were talking about these things and but at the same time like i don't i don't know if i buy into that because most of the people who are still asleep you know they they probably believe, i don't know where i'm going with this i'm fucking all over the place but no, it, I get what you're saying. Then. It's hard to explain. Are you are you are you are you talking about the um <clears throat> you know about the eight foot tall being this fucking kid saw on the yeah, street? Yeah, that was all over the place. And then some yeah, yeah. Uh, some model or something captured this UFO uh while she was on a flight and it was impeccably good. I don't know if you've seen this video, just look it up. Look up model captures UFO. It's it's wild. Like it's it looks like it's through the cockpit too, which is kind of weird to me why would she be up in the cockpit area but uh it's a crazy video of this like ufo just zipping past the airplane and it looked like what a the, UFO. like a saucer or like a 
Yeah, like a classic saucer thing, but it was like tilted a little bit and just zipping right by. And who knows? There's so much good CGI now and so much good AI that that's why I don't trust any of this thing. And I guess Dude. Rogan talked about this this incident of the model catching this UFO. And I'm he like, talked Man. about both. He talked about both because it ended up correlating that the, this Las Vegas pair of teenagers that are talking about these eight foot beings um, mysterious universe broke it down and they're like the only thing that doesn't line up to us is the mouth the fact that they said they have a dark mouth when typically that's not the part that's seen it's usually itty bitty slit right um, but the rest of it I like slits maybe they evolved I do like I like yeah axe wounds slits um, yeah so <laughs> Uh, they they were breaking that shit down, but what made it interesting was that post this phone call, the reason why it got such attention, and there has been an update as of today, is that the cops saw on their body cam, two different body cams, as right. they were talking to an individual on the street, this what looked like a green fireball coming down and landing somewhere in the city. And then when they checked out this kid's yards, there were circular burn patterns. And so a lot of it is lining up, but then the update was is that NSA feds went and put cameras at these people at this person's house. So like again, we're always talking about how the psyop is the psyop. The idea that as long as there's enough people talking about shit that they kind of, you know, crumb us, it ends up being that's all they got to do. Now it's all over the place, and we're just talking about it like fucking idiots. So I agree with Joe. I don't know what to think about it. At the same time, because of the whole 2017 FOIA, you know, the fighter pilot, his version of it was that they had been seeing these for years. We'll be right back after this quick ad break. So get the skip button ready. But if it doesn't play, well, lucky you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So no, I don't we know, know they've been seeing them for years because everybody, citizens have been seeing them for years. We've been seeing them for decades. Whatever a UFO right. is, whether it's military, whether it's blue beam, whatever it is, it's been happening for fucking decades. It's nothing new. The, yeah. the new thing is the government actually coming out and being like, oh yeah, these things are totally out there when for the last 80 years they've been like, nope, this doesn't exist at all. We are not looking into it because it doesn't exist. You're crazy. Or it's on. The, it's in mainstream news now. Every single article that I see, I talk about this all the time on the show, but every article I see, whenever I pull up anything, MSNBC, Yahoo, Yahoo anything though, but literally any news outlet is all alien stuff immediately. And I don't even click on it. So that could I'm, be your algorithm too. No, but that's what I'm saying. I don't click on it. 
at all. I scroll through to see how many are like alien stuff because I stopped clicking on anything. It's a it's a work computer anyway. I can't really click on that or my corporate <laughs> office will know that I'm reading alien articles instead of working. You're okay. fucking crazy. Right. Well, <laughs> so you're on the clock. But when I pull up MSNBC, that's what pulls up automatically. That's that's the browser. I didn't set that. The corporate office did. So I pull it up. It's a different alien story every day is the first article that comes up. And I don't click it. So something's happening. And then I see it in Yahoo too. I send Joe all these articles, but I think a lot of it could be a little bit of everything. Like I don't doubt that some kind of technology like Bluebeam exists. And when you think about all the stories about the UFOs just defying physics and just zipping out, you know how easy that would be to do with a projector from the ground or something? Because you move it a little bit on the ground and at that distance, it would look like it's going insane speeds. I was thinking about that today with all the haze in the sky. I'm like it would be pretty easy to do. I'm pretty sure they have holographic 3d technology. Tupac did that. I mean, Tupac was on stage yeah. years ago and that was after several years of getting it to that point. So whatever, whatever is available to the master to the, you know, big corporations or government, whatever now is got to be light years ahead of Tupac. So I, I don't doubt that's the thing. I don't doubt that we have military craft that we know nothing about. Pretty sure we saw one uh, two years ago. And then I also don't doubt that there's either some kind of either interdimensional or whether you're flat Earth or round Earth, whether they come from other planets, which doesn't seem that plausible to me anymore. But uh, whatever it is, it could be a mix of everything. It's probably all of it all at once. And they're just like, pick one, fight about it. You know, yeah, yeah. the planets, I think that we have to leave everything open because we have no idea. I don't know if Earth is round or flat. I will entertain all of it. But if when when people talk about um, different races of species from other galaxies, that's so plausible. Look at how our world is. If you take like a bug colony that lives on our patio right now, our the other side of our yard is like a different world to them. Like they've never. Right. Yeah. There. We think that it's, you know, extra terra, the idea of extra terra. There's we're an anthill in the middle of a huge fucking whether it's round or not. Maybe it's just way the fuck bigger than we're told. Maybe it's way bigger. Sure. Around. I mean, you can do the analogy however you want. I'm just saying that just because we live in this place and then we look up at the sky and some people say like, oh, the earth is flat. That's fine. Whatever. But it might not be. Just don't also. get mad about it. Might people. be other species living out there that are watching over us or some that don't give a shit about us. Just like we are with bugs and other creatures on this earth. Yeah, and stop getting mad about it, both of you. Okay, well, it feels like the flat earth and the ball earth people. Stop getting mad. Just shut up. You're both wrong. Yeah, that's that's a problem because it's just another divisionary tactic, right? Like, And I'm pretty sure the government or whoever the fuck is running this planet is like, <laughs> look at these fucking peons. Yeah. Well, you know? That's the thing is that Jen and I have agreed before. It's like, it is so narcissistic to think that we are the only ones in the whole universe that we can see that are alive. It's like, no, we are the top of the food. Like, how fucking narcissistic is that shit? Like, there's no right. way that there isn't something else the fuck out there. Now, the more is back stuff to, out there. Absolutely. That we don't care about because that's, we're so narcissistic. That's, Sorry. Exactly. No, exactly. And to what Joe's point, to what you said, it. this is where I start to reel myself back out of the rabbit hole is because maybe everything is a psyop. But I genuinely do think that some of the whistleblowers that are coming out are genuinely trying to tell the truth. I don't know which ones, like you said, entertain everything, but question everything. 
It's like, I do think that some of the whistleblowers that have come out are trying to do the right thing and tell the truth and expose this. Um, there was, oh, what was it? I forget the organization. Um, but it was that guy that did the debrief and he was talking about, he was a part of, you know, uh, investigating some of these uh, UFO sightings. But it was so compartmentalized in the government that there were sects with higher clearance that had shit on these investigations that didn't have to fucking release some of the information that would have helped them in the investigation. And to me, I'm like, see that that's where I think it's totally plausible. I think that some of these organizations are good and they are trying to get it to the public because we deserve to know. But I also think that there's a lot of people that don't want us to know. So I, I doubt that. I doubt that though, Ben, because I think the so-called whistleblowers that come out, they're probably fucking paid off by somebody. What about the ones that die? That, right? Yeah, well, that's another story. I think the people that, the whistleblowers that survive are most likely paid off to uh, spew out a certain bring that up. If they're dead a week later, then I'm more apt to believe what they were saying, or Whoa. at least look into it more. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think about any of this. It's just we're like usual. We're we're just left to kind of watch and see what happens. And nothing ever. I, I brought this up a while ago, where no matter what happens, nothing ever seems to really change that much in our daily lives. Like no, that's the there's thing. It's like wild, fantastical and, things that we talk about, and I still get up and go to work the next day, and it's still the same fucking yeah. shit. That's I don't. I don't like... necessarily. Sorry, I don't necessarily pay attention to a lot of the stuff anymore because I just find it kind of fucks me up you know i'm like i like even this whole submarine thing that's been happening the past couple oh days God. like i, dude, we did, I, I, I didn't even i didn't even know about it somebody i didn't even know about it i don't even know what's going I on even, i just hear submarine yeah. and i don't know anything about the fucking story see people are already fucking putting out memes that like like joking <laughs> about it and i don't even know what the fuck's going on but then somebody sent me this article about how one of the guys uh, on the World Economic Forum was on the sh on the sub, and the World Economic Forum didn't want him uh, speaking out against the World Economic Forum. If that makes any sense, so they wanted him dead. And it's like, okay, fuck. Did they put him on a highly stuff. publicized disappearance of a submarine? See, this <laughs> yeah. is where I'm so like, there's this other okay. meme that said like, oh, at least uh, the, the Titanic has a new exhibit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, some of the memes are pretty fucking funny, and I actually learned all everything I know about this case from memes. So it, most of it's probably wrong, but I don't really give a shit because I, I don't care about a bunch of rich people that decided to take a uh, propane right. tank to the bottom of the ocean. Do whatever you want with your money and <laughs> assume whatever liability you have for that. No, so Ben, what you apparently some shitty company that makes really shitty submarines for rich people. Took him down, took like eight people or something down to the bottom to see the Titanic wreckage, which why, first of all, who gives a shit? And they apparently bolt the latch on like it's not a, a, a thing that opens right they for pressure fucker on. Yeah. So they can't get like they're dead for sure by now, because even if they bobbed back up to the surface, they can't get out and they'd run out of air. Right. So, I mean, rest in peace, whoever was in there that I don't know, but they. I don't know why it was such a big deal. And a lot of people are saying, oh, it was a big deal because the Hunter Biden thing just came out. Now this is the newest distraction. And but I just uh, the 24 hour news cycle is exhausting and I just don't care. It's 
I okay. So here's <clears throat> here's the problem, obviously, that I have with that whole circuit is that none of the news is what it used to be, and possibly the news was never what it was supposed to be. I don't know. But my thing is this is that shit is happening in the world. People do die in submarine accidents, scuba diving accidents, skiing accidents, plane crashes, blah, blah, blah. So like that is a reality. However, I do somewhat agree that maybe the real shit that's happening is getting covered up. My thing is, though, is that the stuff that's getting covered up isn't being talked about at all. So I think that the Hunter Biden thing is the distraction. And then they put a sub distraction to make it look like the psyop is being distracted from the other distraction so that no matter which way you, you know, cut, cut the cake, you're still getting a fucking distraction. That's that's right. more of like what I'm inclined to think about it. So the, the Hunter thing, though, is still a political theater thing for sure. And it fell right in line with. Uh, Trump being indicted again for something. And it's all these things going on simultaneously and none of it, almost none of it affects almost everyone. That's the news that matters, though. Whatever is affecting us to the core, that's what we don't know about. It's something that's going on that we have no idea what it is. And they're distracting us with other things to make us care about Hunter Biden and his fucking laptop. Or And I I care about the, the if people died at sea looking at the Titanic, I don't care how rich they were or what they were involved in. That sucks. That's people dying. That's sad. We should still, as humanity, feel sad about that and not make fun of it. No, I, okay, fair enough. But a lot more people died that same day, whatever, whenever they died of um, being poor and starving to death or something. So the fact that they we should care about like, that too. You should care about this because it was eight people that did this. It's like okay, that's fine. A lot of other people died too today that you're not talking that's, about. You should hyper focus your attention on it either. I'm just saying we shouldn't be like, oh, they well, suck. They deserve to die. Like, I didn't that's say that. No, I, I get what guys- I get what Jen is saying though, is that it kind of goes along with <clears throat> you know what we believe in paranormal and all of this other stuff. It's like unless it's happening in front of your face then it doesn't affect you per se. So it's like a lot of the stuff that we hear in the news about these rich people dying or this, that, and the other, it's like, yeah, if it's true, then yeah, that sucks because that kind of shit happens. However, it's also doesn't affect me in the way that it's not impacting my life. Yeah. Humans died and stuff like that. However, it's not impacting my personal life. But if I saw a submarine go down, and then it didn't come up and they said all of those people died. That would affect me personally because I'm like, holy shit, I fucking saw that thing submerge. It sounds like the challenger in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Go in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're going to see all these fucking people who are on the submarine uh, have different careers 20 years later. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I wonder, like, when people, like, when rich people want to disappear, because I always said if I if I won a couple billion dollars in the lottery, you'd probably just never see me again because I'm dis a fucking peering from society. I'll interact with it, but I will not be known by any name you will find me by, and that right. would be gorgeous. But yeah, imagine if you have that much money and you're like, you know what? I'm really just tired of all the attention from being paparazzi and all this shit. I'm gonna make it look like I died in this weird submarine accident. Make sure it's plastered all over the place so that everybody Uh-oh. knows I died. And then I'm gonna go get some reconstruction surgery and make myself look different. And no, 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 no. All you gotta do is pay off the government and say, fly me over the ice wall. And I oh, can live with go. all the other celebrities that were claimed to be dead. <laughs> I've got to talk to John Kerry and Obama and all that for some reason go to Antarctica frequently. 
What do you think yeah. happens to their souls when they die? You think they get to go to heaven? No, they get <laughs> here again. <laughs> That's no, another thing I've been talking to... about. Another thing I've been talking about lately is um, the whole idea of, you know, reincarnation and that uh, when we die, we see the light. And if we go into the light, we come back and reincarnate and we have amnesia again. Got to fucking figure it all out again. Um, but then there's the idea that the reptilians hijacked the light and made it, and they're tricking us into believing that if we go to the light, we go to heaven. But if we turn to the left, we actually ascend. Well, hey, if Lucifer is the light bringer, don't go to the light when you die. Right, right, right. Wrong direction. Because they're tricking us into believing that that's our ascension. But I think we, if we go to where the our left, heart feels when we die. I think we will know as soon, the moment we die, I think we're connected with God. And I think I we think will so. know exactly what to do. I don't think there's any necessary trickery going on. I think that's a really fun thing to talk about in this world. And I think that's a funny thing that we would all have a good ha-ha about when we die and we're on the other dimension, on the other side. We'll be like, oh, remember all that shit we talked about down there? Hey, let's go back and do it again. Like this world is like a roller coaster for the soul. I have a feeling it's I'm gonna a be a long those, roller coaster. Yeah. I'm gonna be one of those motherfuckers that when I die, I don't realize it for like a hundred Earth years, where I'm just kind of wandering around doing the same thing, and I'm like, not even aware oh, that damn. I'm dead, and yeah, and not even able to haunt anybody because I don't know I'm dead. That sucks. At least on purpose. I don't think that's true. I think you'll be just fine. No, so I think uh, I always like the idea that when you reincarnate, if if that's a thing, that you might not reincarnate on this timeline or this uh, plane or this dimension. That makes it way more interesting because you could reincarnate on some Rick and Morty planet where there's uh, everybody's an ass that farts all the time. Like, who knows? <laughs> and that's just normal to you, you know? Oh, everything's an ass that farts here. This is great. I like the idea that's of hilarious. reincarnating in soul groups, though. Do you ever talk about that, Davey? Soul groups that reincarnate Ooh. together? Like, like a group of friends, just say. A group of souls that get together and they're like, all right, dude, do you want to go check out planet Quasalon? This time, this life, and you all draw cards and you're like, fuck, all right, I'm the mom. I love that place. You're the kid. You're my dad. Because we're not really gender specific as souls necessarily, I don't think. Right. So you right. roles that you play. And then you're like, all right, well, I'm going to be your shitty ex-husband in this one or whatever it is. Like, it doesn't matter. He's and you all, dice. you draw your cards <laughs> and then you're like, all right, ready, go. And then you go down, you play, and then you come back and you regroup. I think that's a really fun idea to think about life. Like you were an extra asshole this time. Like, wow. Yeah. We got in a huge fight about everything. We got a divorce and all that. <laughs> or like you were my kid. <laughs> Weird. You were my husband in the last life. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like when we die, we all, we all regroup in, in, you know, quote unquote yeah. heaven. And we're like, dude, we were, we were like arguing about the stupidest fucking shit. You know, look how yeah, awesome like, it is here, know. man. You know? <clears throat> why were we worried about that again i don't even remember yeah and like yeah, heaven is also heaven is also like outside of space time right so you have like like look at what we're doing as podcasters we're scheduling dates so that we can go about our daily lives our jobs come back and reconvene here do a podcast together there's not going to be any of that shit outside of space time. We could just have like these discussions all the fucking time whenever we want, you know? Right. Yeah. And you can't wrap your head, I mean, your human head around 
eternity outside of time and not yeah. having time or space or anything. I, I, I think the time. closer we get, though, Joe and Jen, to the end times, the more we're going to be able to comprehend that that feeling of eternity. Because well, hopefully, think the human resolution uh, ascends us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the 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 Quran. I was having this, a discussion the other day with this guy at work because uh, he's uh, he's Muslim, and we were talking about. I was talking about the Bible and this. And he's like, "Are you a Christian?" I said, "No, I I don't like labels. I I, I worship the Creator outside of religion." And he's like, "Dude, I love that," you know. And he's like, "What do you know about like the Quran and Judaism and all this shit?" And I was telling him and. I was saying, like the he, uh, he was saying that uh, <clears throat> the closer we get to end times, the 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 fat the faster it feels like time is speeding up, and you know, yeah, time is speeding up, but at the same time, time doesn't really exist. And I'm just like blowing his fucking mind, right? This hilarious conversation. Did like, you take like, a bomb rip first? No, we were completely sober, which was the oh, best wow. part. Yeah, we were at work. We're at work talking about this. I can't talk about that shit at work. Uh, Everybody at work knows I have a podcast and hopefully they don't fucking listen. And that might explain why some of them don't talk to me. And that's, I'm totally cool with it. Actually. I'm like, (laughs) it's it's opposite for me. The more people that find out I have a podcast, they come and ask me so many questions. I'm like, Holy shit. And I'm there. And they're like, dude, you're fucking, this is so fucking wild. You know, my, one of my fucking supervisors found out, and he's like, dude, I listened to your podcast last night. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, it's kind of gay. <laughs> and I go, gay? What do you mean? He's like, no, he's like, no, dude, it's fucking awesome, and I'm all about it. I was like, cool. Wait, that's yeah. his version of gay. He's like, dude, that's so that's so gay. Like, no, that's not how you use that. Actually, that doesn't mean dope. Sorry. No, he no, he was like, no, dude, like he's like, I'm all about what you're talking about. I'm like, cool, man, that's fucking great. He's like, I'm gonna go back home later tonight. I'm gonna listen to more. Cool. Oh, so he was just busting your balls then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't tell the <laughs> fucking store director. <clears throat> I'm actually yeah, surprised at cool. the uh, the amount of people that I've come across, like kind of everyday people on my delivery route and stuff like that, that are interested in this stuff now. That wasn't a thing five, ten years ago. That was yeah. not a thing. If you talked about this shit, especially in public, people were like, "You're fucking nuts, nut job." Now you can that's... you can casually bring up some of this stuff to people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, totally. That's super interesting." It, it's crazy. see, in my in yeah, my opinion, more people waking up, man. Well, in my opinion, I think that is the psyop. It's that it's that predictive programming. <laughs> I think that they're purposely getting the general public to talk about it for either. Just suddenly, it, kind of one of those, it's already gone so far, you can't reverse it. So I one of two theories, either one, a fake alien invasion, Project Bluebeam, or something of that nature. And it's it, we're already being conditioned for it. Or two, they're already fucking everywhere. And it's going to be one of those, yeah, like 60% of the population is aliens. And there's nothing you can do about it at this point. Well, look right. at technology, though. Exactly. Like technology, on our phones, we... Uh, I don't know, maybe 2015, 2014. That's when I could really browse whatever I wanted on the phone, maybe a little sooner, but it's exponentially grown since then. And so is everyone's kind of coherence with understanding what's going on in the world or what they believe. They can 
look up whatever they want now. Exactly. So of course, information is going to get out there, and people are going to agree on more things that they would never have even known about. No, and I love the I love the idea of psyops, and it's a real thing. There's a psycho psychological operation department in the military. They call it that. It's not a conspiracy theory. A psyop Correct. is a real. Thing. So, but to call it to be one of those people that calls everything a psyop and everybody controlled opposition and everybody's right. out to get it just starts, you sound schizo after a while. That's, and that's that. fine. If you like that, go go for it. Go that's do that, that rabbit hole that it's like, dude, how far are you gonna fucking go with this? Like, I get it. Yes, these things exist. That's how we know about them. They've been going on for a long time. But at what point do you go? You know what? I think some of these people are legit, and I think this actually should this should actually happen. Like, it's I, I, hard I've got to, to the tell point now where I'm like. I'm like, yeah, it's a psyop. Fucking lean into it. Like, <laughs> believe it. Roll with it. Whatever. Maybe, maybe we're all possessed. Oh Jesus! Probably. <clears throat> How about that one? Maybe we're all possessed by this uh, spiritual awakening. I don't thing, like that at right? all. I don't like it either. But maybe we are. You know, maybe we've uh, inherited so much knowledge uh, to do our podcast with and get all this knowledge out there. And maybe that's a psyop in itself, right? Like what you were saying, Ben. Like everything's well, a fucking psyops. Psyop. We're all controlled up. I mean, yeah. But hey, we're all getting along, having fun, right? So why not? For the yeah. most part. I'm not killing I'm anybody. Good. Oh, speaking about killing people, you guys ever <laughs> watch The Purge? <laughs> I have. Yeah. Uh, the series. I'm watching the TV series right now, and it's making oh. me like, yeah, it's really fucking crazy. It's Are like, you starting to agree with it? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I, I, I asked this question now. To my last couple guests like would you participate in the purge if it actually existed right and they're like no dude i would fucking hunker down and lock myself in and i'm like yeah me too i wouldn't want anything to do with killing people and season two i'm watching now this one innocent fucking college kid he gets trapped uh with this guy who wants to purge him and he ends up killing him instead and now he's like all fucked in the head he's traumatized by it and he goes out and buys strawberries from this country guy in the country. And he's like, you shortchanged me. And he's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I did. I gave you fucking 20 and you gave me five back and it's only $5. Right. He's like, no, I'll show you. He's like, that's not my, that's not the fucking bill that I gave you. And then he ends up fucking jumping over the, the, the stand and he ends up slashing him and stabbing him and like taking a rock and bashing him in the fucking head. I'm like, holy shit and he goes back home to his girlfriend he's like almost like looking at her like he's gonna kill her and then she's like what's wrong with you and he's like i purged and she's like okay well did you feel that you had to do it he's like yeah and she's like well it was on purge night but it wasn't on purge night Dude, that like, sounds a lot like things i tell jen but she knows what i mean when i say i purged <laughs> for you honey Okay, it's so crazy though. It just shows people. It show this. This show shows shows people that like they could enact their own personal beast that's within them, right? Yeah. and it's fucking scary. So dude. I've never seen the series, but I know the premise of it. I would one hundred percent participate in the purge. I would be stocking up all year, making uh, my entire hit list. Yes, one hundred. I think some people need to die. That's a thing. But uh, if I was able to, I mean, that's, you know, now, I saw, it would have to be it would have to be strategic, though. I'm not killing anybody who doesn't need to be killed unless they're trying right. to kill me or my family. Then you're dying. I'm sorry. That's the thing. But there is a moral side to least, it. 
1500 Pennsylvania Avenue, I'd probably have a couple targets Thank that you. I could go after with no remorse. <laughs> that was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, so so in the first season, um, uh, the neighbor goes after his other neighbors, right? And these are like the, some of the main characters. He actually comes into the house and like he's gonna shoot the the one of the main characters. He's like, he's like, dude, like we'll fix your fucking driveway. Don't worry. I know we ruined it, but we'll fix your driveway. He's like, no, 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 no. I could fucking purge you right now. And this and that, and it's, it's fucking scary, dude. Like it's really fucking scary. That is the That's epitome of martial law. Uh huh. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like out of the realm of possibility right. either. It Absolutely like, not. That's why I find the fucking show so terrifying. Like, <laughs> we yeah. found out Davy Wavy's fucking horror horror series and film. He's like, what is the scariest movie you have seen? The Purge. Actually, no, <laughs> it's The Exorcist. <laughs> Davy immediately went home and put spiked fucking rails on his windows. And shit. <laughs> well, which so probably speak- be a bad idea. So speaking of The Purge, I knew someone way back in the day. One of my friends said. I think that every single person on earth should be allowed at like 18 or 21 to kill three people. You're allowed to kill three people. Think of how you would behave if you knew that everyone else was allowed to kill three people and you didn't know if they had killed all of their people or not. It'd be an automatic social credit score because you'd just be on best behavior all the time. That's why I think, I think that, that, uh, concept of the purge is genius because you could do so much with it and that's right. why and like I've, I've watched every fucking movie i've watched the, i'm watching the series now and it's like there's so many things you can do with that concept i think it's so genius so even though i say it's but not out of the possibility, i think it's it's more like not 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 the holiday that they portray in the movie but the concept of you know like what jen said if you could kill anybody or like three people, right? Who would you kill? It's like that, yeah. that yeah. it's like that question, like, uh, kill, Mary, fuck. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck Mary, Same kill. kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things too, where if I, if I, you know, reverse the side of that and go, all right, so everybody else can kill me. Well, to be fair, I would have died a long time ago. So it's like, eh, again, it is what it is. It's free game. It has to go both ways. Uh, but yeah, I would 100% participate in that. <laughs> so I don't think I would be dead yet. Well, probably, but you know, it makes people like stop it. Like if that was a normal thing you grew up with where you got to kill three people once you turned 18, people would be building a list and crossing people off of it. Right. Like not that bad. He's just kind of annoying. We also got to like, have the parameters. Like, are is this like is this like cold blood? You're allowed to one, two, three. I pick you three, and I get to kill them. No, I like if it's like, hey, legally you are allowed to kill up to three people. How you do it, up to you. But they are one hundred percent within their right to defend themselves. That changes things because I would they be just they just punch your stamp card every time. I you would kill be someone. in fucking juggernaut costume all the time. I'd be like, <laughs> not today. You know, I'm fucking sniping me from that window. Two fucking flamethrowers on your fucking fist. So there is a a term. There is a term in the TV series. uh, If you were young and uh, you experienced a purge, I think they call it like the first... Oh, you're a first martyr? Martyr? 
Um, Jesus. It's interesting. Yeah, because like the main characters in the first season, their parents were trying to protect them from perjurers. And then when they got older, they um, his sister joined a cult that uh, he had to rescue her from because the cult was like taking all these cult members on the bus and dropping them off at certain points to allow them to escape their pain. So they would like walk out into the field and there's all these perjures and they just say, free my flesh from the pain or whatever. Right. And then the purges would come and just beat the shit out of them and kill them. It's fucking nuts, man. Hey, if it's consensual, I say carry on. It sounds like, like this world, but just with you're allowed to kill people. And I think it's a super negative concept. You shouldn't be allowed to ever kill people. So saying you get three people like I don't I think knowing right now that killing people is off the table. That's better for humanity. Absolutely. We're not focused. On it. It's we, only off the table. No, not but for the elites. But it's not on the forefront of most of humanity's mind. Like, ooh, purge day is coming up, or like, I got those three people I can kill. We're not thinking about that. We're thinking of other positive things. Right, and I'm not talking about killing people as in like, yeah, I can't wait to do this. No, not at all. What I want is to remove somebody who should not be alive anymore. And Maybe I'm not going to name names because that's just going to incriminate me, but everybody can guess who i'm okay. talking about so here's the so. thing i think that anybody who would want to participate in a national fucking purge day they need to take fucking child molesters and a bunch of the other people that in my opinion should cease to fucking exist anymore uh -huh. Uh -huh. kill those people get it out of your system and then go away there's your purge day or chop the balls off have proof though look okay Sorry to play devil's advocate on this, but someone's a convicted, someone's a convicted child molester. Just say that's fine. I would need to see every shred of evidence because our judicial system is insane. Oh, no, and for sure. It wouldn't work falsely accused all the time. Can you imagine just being wrongfully accused like you work for that the government and then you're just blacklisted and they put porn on your computer and you're like, Jesus Christ. And you go to jail for 20 years and then the that's exactly. You? No, you're exactly right. It wouldn't work today. And that's why it's not a thing like yeah, in the current climate, this would never work, which is why it's kind of fun to hypothesize the situations of like, what would that look like in a dystopian, somewhat martial, like completely martial law kind of system is that it's like there would be no judicial system and it would be utter anarchy until the strong killed all the weak and the good moral people no longer lived because they were like, I'm not participating. And then they get whacked like that's how it would slowly work our way back to capitalism. Yes, we would. Yeah, yeah, we would eventually just you know it would never work uh, however i do like the idea that I, I forget what episode it was that i heard this on i think it was a uh, rogan they were talking about the levels of like uh be being a sex offender and it's like dude you can get a registered sex offender for being too drunk one morning when you woke up and peeing in the kiddie pool that's outside the front of your house. And somebody, it's almost like autism. There's a spectrum, right? They're at, fuck yeah, and some are more than others. So it's like right. you can be a, a registered sex offender for virtually nothing, but then there's other ones where if like you go through the case, there's undeniable evidence. It's absolutely horrific. The percentage is very small, but when you get to those people. I say kill him. And it, it, it doesn't have to be me. Although that I say like, rewrite like the law altogether because there's no peeing in the kiddie pool in your house when you're drunk is not a sexual offense. Yes. It's not the same as actually. But he showed his dick. 
to the kids in the pool. <laughs> no, no, no. There's no. Yeah, this is an empty pool. He's talking about an empty pool that's in your house. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It up. He's trying to be helpful. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about peeing in his own backyard in a kitty. Trying pool. to water the flowers. Yeah. Right, right, right. I do that in my yard. And I live actually right next to a school, but I don't do it. I mean, we have a lot of cover, so nobody sees my, my little tiny ding dong, especially from the school. It's way too far away to see it. That's the Joe's thing. A grower, not a shower. I could be aware. I would never be, I would never, th- that would never happen with me because it's not like if anybody drove by, they'd fucking be able to see anything anyway. So they're like, hey, we saw his dinger. I'm like, no, you didn't. You saw black hair and that was fucking it. You're foolish. Shit. First of all, shit, sir. I'm very aware of what you can see at 20 yards. Yeah, I, you can't see a little earthworm from that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. well, before we get out of here, uh, oh, look at that! I just got a message from Ben. I got to get going. I know you do, dude. I know you. I got you, boo. <laughs> oh, hang on, wait. I just got another message or something. Oh no, it's the same thing. Okay. All right. Well, Davey, uh, you can find him on Instagram at Red Pill Cartel. Tell me the exact thing. At Red Pill Cartel Podcast. Okay. All one word, no spaces, no dots, no slashes. Hit my bio up, uh, and my bio is my link tree, and you can find me wherever the fuck you want. Awesome. (laughs) Excuse me. Very nice. What a way to fucking sign off. I love it. I know, right? Max. I'm going to say this one big I'm going to say this one bit before he goes because he's Canadian and the last part of his podcast is cartel. It does sound uh, it's funny that it's, you know, a Mexican word because Canadians. They don't they don't they've never heard of Mexicans. They have the greatest wall ever built America. Right. Yeah, we, don't have to deal with that. Obviously, shit. it's Big a long, brother America. Long. Canada is like America's little brother. That's what I. That's what I. Always we say. don't use our military. Yeah, we know. We got you covered. Go, ahead, go back to <laughs> yeah. sleep. We'll wake you up when the NHL playoffs start. We're gonna we're gonna roll our canoes over to uh, <laughs> Europe to try and defeat the enemy <laughs> with your money. Uh, Nigel Degot wants to say thank you so much, Legit Bat Podcast, for having us on. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. We will see you next time. Fuck off. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.